Hey, what's going on? This is Dom C, a.k.a. Dom Ciza. It's your boy, and it is 4.10 in the morning. It's Sunday morning, I guess, November 28th, which is, I, you know, I go to bed around like 5 or 6 because I'm a nocturnal kid. Your boy is like a little bat. I come out to play at night. It's also why I'm white as titties. I know my mother is very fair-skinned, and I do get the fair skin from my mother, but um, this is mostly just not seeing the sun in 10 years. Now, I, you know, I've never been a fan of just the day in general. I never like it. You know, when I was growing up, my dad said nothing good happens after midnight. I told him nothing good happens before noon. I mean, what am I supposed to do? Go get a coffee and a panini and go talk to people while they tell me what they did in the office yesterday? Uh, Gibla, my brain's out. All right. Oh, it was a beautiful Thanksgiving weekend. Beautiful, beautiful week. Got to see a bunch of family. Uh, my aunt was in town. And we surprised my grandma. She had no clue my aunt was coming in town. So that was fun. And I had two different work Friendsgivings to go to. There was booze to be had. There was food to be eaten. Uh, I don't know how many turkeys I saw this week. It was delicious. And it's something we have to do and kind of enjoy during the decline of an empire. You know, an average empire lasts 250 years. So, I mean, America, I mean, the writing's on the wall, baby. And this pandy-wandy... This little pandemic more, this pandy wandy, is really just shown how broken we were as a country and our system. But we're too far gone. I don't think we're gonna. I don't want to be Dami nihilist right now. Oh my gosh, Dami, why are you being like this? Well, because you know, I was really depressed this month. Uh, I was still dealing with Jonas, the passing of my great friend Jonas, and I really had to like take a step back. And really go deeper than just Jonas and just other things that maybe uh, I was ignoring that were causing depression. I was just hiding it. Uh, Not hiding. I was numbing it with booze. So really, and then I ended up hurting my ankle. And I kept working on it for two weeks, which I made it even worse. So that's cool. Uh, When I finally went to the doctor, they didn't want me to go back to work for a week. I went for like two shifts and then I had like a Friday, Saturday off and a Sunday off and I was just at home and it kind of felt like the lockdown again, uh, except I could go to like the store, uh, but I had a boot on and being at home by myself, I got really, you know, introspective again, which I almost felt like all this happened because of my behavior, because I was depressed and I was drinking too hard, like hard liquor. I mean, y'all know I can crush brews till the cows come home, but I was drinking cocktails like I was crushing light beers. It was bad. Not proud of it. Definitely embarrassing. Uh, But being at home and having to deal with my thoughts was great. It kind of uh, helped me dig even deeper. You know, when I started this pandemic, or not this pandemic, this podcast, (laughs) shit. (laughs) Yeah, when I started this pandemic, me and Fauci, uh, when I started this podcast in 2018, I was working at the Whataburger at the Pearl, a.k.a. Hotel Emma, and I love that job so hard. Yeah, hold up. Mm. It's just a nice cold brew. It's so disrespectful. So I really love that job. It was one of the best jobs I ever had. And then uh, May 2020, when I was let go slash on the hit list for my GM because she never liked me. Uh, so when they had to make cuts, I was definitely the first to go. And uh, that threw me into a depression. 
And I think that I didn't really notice it because I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know how long restaurants and bars were going to be closed. I was thinking it may be over for this industry. I didn't know if I was going to have to switch industries. Uh, and I kind of, through all that, I kind of really suppressed the fact leaving Hotel Emma made me really sad. And I, I was just in a survival mode where the three months I didn't work, I ended up working as soon as I could at the Fairmont Hotel, and that was like in August. So I get let go of May, go through just kind of like an existential crisis. <laughs> and then I uh, started working at the Fairmont and started hustling on this rooftop, which wasn't my favorite job. It was a crazy experience, though, until I got a call from my old boss, and we opened up the French restaurant, Mont Chouchou, and I really basically didn't have time to really sit and reflect on all those feelings and then from Monshushu I kept grinding picked up a job at Hanzo and now I'm at Blue Box and it almost felt like one year just on go one year of just survival trying to figure it out and I didn't take time to really uh, address my own emotions and my own feelings and the whole time too I was giving up so much of my personal time uh, to other people it's just what I am it's how I am and then also this is the state of the world. I'm an empathetic person. So if you're an empath of any type, the news and just the actual global climate right now uh, makes it a little sad. It makes you sad. It makes you sad that they can take the uh, Twitter from the president off, but Al-Qaeda is on, or, and Taliban are on Twitter. Isn't that shit so crazy? Like I've been making videos. I make videos on Instagram all the time at She Tastes Like Texas, and they're funny. And I make a lot of jokes. But the crazy thing is, I had to joke about Antifa and the Proud Boys, and they pulled it. They pulled it. They said the algorithm picks this up. Just like if I say the word COVID on an Instagram story, just say the word. The algorithm knows it, and then it adds like a warning about COVID facts, and they give it a link. Uh, so I can't make jokes about Proud Boys and Antifa, yet I can go on Instagram and watch videos of Proud Boys and Antifa fighting each other. What I'm doing is making jokes. What I'm doing is satire, and you're gonna t you're gonna pull jokes because you're not allowed to like question. You can't joke. You can't sat. You, you can't satire doesn't exist anymore. Yet I can actually watch these people destroy banks in fucking Portland or fight in part. Dude, they literally look like they're LARPing. Like, if those guns the Proud Boys had were fake, and uh, Antifa, just the way they're dressed up and they're fighting, like, they, it literally looks like they're in the park during a Renaissance festival. Except just, like, uh, the end of the, the, end, of the uh, end of our Renaissance, I'll tell you that. So, America's been in a decline, and you're seeing all the signs. And a, a pandemic is one of the main signs, too. Uh, yeah, the Antonine Plague in Rome. I mean, there was pandemics with the Mongols, Spanish flu, uh, Aztecs went through pandemics. That that was always one way Mother Nature kept shit on lock. And it also is a test to show, can your people work together? Can your people come together, set aside their political biases, and just work for the good of humanity to get something done? Well, in America, no. It just exposed how divided we really were, sadly, sadly. But um, you could see, because we couldn't figure this out, um, and I, it's, a, it's a 
bioengineered weapon anyway so it's smart and it's just gonna it's gonna keep mutating because that's what it's supposed to do but now the dinosaurs are out the park and there's nothing we can do now i don't even think the people's republic of china is that what they call it the people's republic of china is that what it is i have no clue sorry guys i ate an edible about like 30 minutes ago so I don't even know what the main point of this was, uh, main topic. But anyway, so China's loving this right now. And Americans, we just keep watching TikTok and watching, you know, uh, Fuckboy Island, which Fuckboy Island was top shelf trash TV. That is some top shelf trash TV. Okay. Uh, but yeah, fuck Boy Island, whatever you got. We got Dune. I mean, people now with just the streaming apps are just punting movies out there in the theaters on the apps. And it's kooks magooks. I even started watching Squid Game, and that was pretty wild. And uh, it's great. It's great. But I kind of just want to be an ostrich. There's times I just want to stick my head in the sand and not say anything. One of my coworkers, Lawrence, he has, he listens to me fucking rant about this because I'll come in and I'm Domi Nihilist and I'm just like, nothing really matters. Fuck it all. It's all a simulation. And it's taking, and because that's part of the depression. It's part of the depression. And I it, I have it naturally. You know, Journey said some win, some, some will win, some will lose, some were born to sing the blues. I was born to play the blues. And I, I do. I play blues guitar and I can still rip it on blues guitar bat, but it was just in me. I was just a blue boy. I grew up just always with this underwhelming feeling of sadness. And I think that's why I like being funny because it made other people happy and it made me feel good if other people were laughing and happy because I just naturally never felt happy inside. And I'm not sitting here going, oh, boo, woo, hoo. It's something I had to learn. You know, I went to you know, go to therapy when you're, oh, I was in my early 20s and then you start figuring more about yourself. And now I understand it. And I understand when these bouts of depression are coming on, I can identify that they're coming on. It's almost like if I'm becoming really manic and I'm getting hyper, I know it and I know what to do to combat that. And when I have these bouts of depression, the one thing I shouldn't do is drink liquor. I just, I can't. Because I'm a very happy drunk. I love to just drink and have a good time and laugh. But once that dark cloud is over my head, then I just start blacking out. Because I just, instead of dealing with it, sober, writing out my feelings, talking to someone, getting a good cry out, uh, I was using that instead. So this, this one, this depression, I feel like this was a lot of things that were just built up this last year that... I, w- I wasn't addressing, but guess what? We did it, and I'm feeling better now, and I- I'm over here at probably 4.30 in the morning now talking to you, and well, by myself in my living room watching my two cats play uh, because now I can't. I mean, there's a point where I didn't want to like leave my house, but I very I have a job where I have to be super social and around so many people too, so it was very taxing, and I felt like my social battery. My social battery this week is completely depleted, but it's not because I feel depressed. It's just there was a lot of interactions um, that I had to deal with just in general, just family and friends, but and strangers. And uh, um, I guess it's just like a little Thanksgiving update about the week. Oh, what was the favorite thing y'all ate? What's the favorite thing y'all ate this weekend? Huh? We, I had some, a couple good things. I had um, these... These bacon wrapped dates that after they were cooked, they almost tasted like chocolate. 
It was awesome. That was one of my favorites. Uh, I had some medicated cornbread. <laughs> That's a story for another time, but it was a damn good cornbread. Let's see. What did my parents do? They do, did they kill it? Oh, I had, I had fried turkey for the first time. Never had fried turkey in my life. Guess what? It keeps it so moist and juicy. I don't know why people are smoking them. I, I, I don't get it. Fry your turkey, put a brine on it, add a bunch of seasoning in that fry oil. Get that bad boy going. Put some cayenne pepper in there, dude. Put some Old Bay. <laughs> Throw a bay leaf. Dude. There's so many things you can do with fried turkey. And I, I'm a fan. And the skin on the outside of a fried turkey is just the creme de la creme, dude. It's the best. It's better than like pork rinds or pork cracklins or whatever you want to call them. And uh, let's see. I had a ham. That was nice. They they did the little pineapple on top, which we learned in uh, Doughboy's episode with Jordan that the Hawaiian pizza was from a Greek immigrant that was living in Canada who had an Italian restaurant and he was trying to um, mimic Hawaiian style food. So try to figure that one out. I, I it, They should actually write a movie about this guy. The guy who starts putting pineapples on pizza. It started in 1960 something, but they should, Hollywood, you need new ideas. Why the fuck am I going to watch Home Alone with some fat English kid? I don't need to watch that, okay? I don't need to watch that. Um, we need new ideas. We need new ideas, and when you start looking at conspiracy theorists, conspiracy theorists have the best ideas. I mean, I talk to some of my friends that are flat earthers, and some of the shit that they come up with, it's better than a remake of Home Alone with a fat English kid. I fucking guarantee you that. I pun it on my mama. And... uh yeah, you gotta. We gotta do this. We'll figure out the Greek kid who moved to Canada to start an Italian restaurant to mimic Hawaiian style food. I mean, it sounds fake, and you have to right in the beginning, right before like the little intro credits, you have to put based on a true story, and people won't believe it. But hey, they did that in the beginning of American Gangster, and uh, I don't know human beings now. They would love that. They love all the cooking shows and the TV, the Chopped. Uh, I think they would enjoy this, this, some Greek kid over here. And, uh, you know, maybe, am I even allowed to say Greek, Canadian, Hawaiian, and Italian all in one word? Am I, is the algorithm going to flag me for that? Junebug, don't scratch, don't scratch this couch. Junebug's eyes are so huge. Stop it! Jolie attacker. Dude, my cats are useless if someone ever tried to break in. I don't know if people actually have attack cats. Except for maybe like Lion King or something. Dear Lord, you guys. I mean, I guess it's the only kind of like attack cat. If you had a lion or a jaguar or a uh, tiger. And uh, I know the new li- the new uh, Tiger King came out. And I haven't watched it yet. But I have listened to some podcasts where they interviewed some people from that show. And they said, like, Joe Exotic was, like, into bestiality. Like, he was actually fucking the lions. And they were doing a bunch of weird stuff. The guy, I mean, he has his dick pierced and he hangs bicycle locks on him. So, I mean, the guy is definitely, he's living in 2025. Like, we need to catch up to whatever Joe Exotic's doing. And he thought, I did think it was awesome that he thought Donald Trump was going to pardon him. But I will say Donald Trump pardoned Lil Wayne. And that was pretty dank. That was pretty dank. You're one with the streets right there, baby. 
Oh, but I hate them all. You know I hate them all. I never respected people who looked at a red tie or blue tie and thought that the government was their parents and it was going to change their life. I don't, I'm not saying that I think you're stupid. I'm just saying I don't respect you. <laughs> it's a big difference. You know, I think the most power comes as a citizen, just as an American citizen. It comes from like your local government. Like pay attention to what's happening in your city. Everything else is kind of out of the out of your control, but pay attention to what happens in your city. Because when it comes to the big red tie, blue tie, that's never going to change. Everything that's happening right now with Biden, what it happened with Trump, and vice versa. It's just how it goes. It just go, it just it's just who's the best liar? Who's the best liar? You want a charismatic liar is what you want. That's a great American president. And uh, I don't know how many more we'll have. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's all gonna. It's what's crazy. It's gonna happen in my lifetime. It's not like I, it's not like my great grandparents or something where it's like, well, they'll deal. They'll deal with this in the future. I'm 32. the The fall of America is gonna happen during my lifetime, which is fucking crazy. But I'm seeing it, and I'm comfortable with it. And as long as I keep the depression away, and as long as this pandy-wandy doesn't kill us all before, I think we'll be all right. I think we'll be able to all be here to watch this baby just fucking burn out. It's like the last firework on the 4th of July. Oh, Dominic. (laughs) This is such a happy episode, you know. As you can tell, I'm not depressed. I'm having a great week. (laughs) <laughs> I'm having a great week. I am not depressed. And um super thankful to see my family. And I got to see my brothers, both of them, at the same time, and my sister-in-law. And I haven't got to see one of my brothers, I feel like, in... I guess it's been less... little. It's close to a year. So it's good to see him as well. He's doing great. Uh, my, my sister-in-law and him, they stayed at home like through the whole pandy-wandy. So they weren't out and about. But he's out. He's, he's He seems like he's in a great mood. He had a bunch of energy, so that always makes me feel great. My youngest brother is living in Austin, but he's about to go start, start doing a lot more music work over in uh, L.A. And I can't tell you what band, but it's a super popular pop band that's out right now. And they have like 12 million followers on Instagram. Uh, I don't listen to them because I'm done finding new music. Okay? I'm done. I know what I want. I'm 32. I'm not searching for new bands at 32. Give me Led Zeppelin. Give me Lil Wayne. Give me Say Anything. All right? Give me Frankie Valli. Give me Frank Sinatra. Give me Aretha Franklin. Give me The Weeknd. Give me The Chili Peppers. And give me Steve Ray Vaughan. All right? I know what I want and what I like. So I, I, I... And he just told me I couldn't say the name of this band because it's all still in the works. But maybe I'll be able to in a future episode. Maybe I'll have him on. Maybe whenever, uh, yeah, maybe I'll have uh, my brother Xander on so he can talk about all his new music and this band that he's working with. So he does a lot of the production. Uh, he's, he does everything you can do in a studio. Also a musician, sings and everything, but he, he knows how to edit, record, mix, do the drums. He kills it. And I'm super thankful for him. And I'm super thankful for my Franks and Beans little Jolie. And I'm super thankful for my beautiful cat june buck i'm thankful for y'all i i love y'all i'm glad that you know we have some new listeners and people are tuning in uh 
And uh, man, I guess this edible is really hitting me right now. And it's probably close to five. 4.30 in the morning. Beautiful, Dominic. Your sense of time uh, is completely off. And did it ever exist? When it comes to time, we're 20 minutes in, baby. This is a late night quickie. I love y'all, and I will talk to you later. Peace.